0: And now for the finale of The Case of the Masked Specter. After Walter and Bunny narrowly escaped their third confrontation with the evil Mr. Casket and freeing the local women he's kept prisoner, the detectives ride back into Gold Point to warn of retaliation.
1: Evacuating the massive cavern wasn't much of a challenge. Casket's new militia was far too concerned with his safety to spend time on us. So, Bunny and I made a slick leave with the dozen slave girls sprinting back to Gold Point. This wasn't the end all be all, though. We just scanned the biggest slaver since Caesar, and we were only just down the block. He was gonna be coming for us, and soon. So, you saw him? Yes. And we now understand the magnitude of force he holds. Bunny and I counted enough Trigger Man to replace everyone in town. I won't sugarcoat it for you all. Cassie wants these women back, and he'll be coming soon.
2: Look, look, everyone. If there's anyone that knows Casket more than anyone here, it's me. The fact of the matter is, he was going to come back soon anyway. The girl he sent back here to suicide bomb that NCR trooper was only a sign of his impending return. This is inevitable. Any way you slice it. Well, what are we to do?
3: Our only security was cut down by them. And the NCR doesn't even have
2: the decency to send a small battalion for help. You fight back is what you do. There's no way the entire town of Gold Point has enough time to make a speedy evacuation with the amount of mouths we have to feed on the way. And by the time we're done packing, Casket and his brigade will already be here to finish this town off. No, we need a plan. What plan? This ain't the Alamo. We ain't got the backing of some...
4: force. Some people with artillery and training.
2: Glenn, have you been drinking? I might as
4: well! Excuse me, but can I make a suggestion? You're one of the freed slaves. Of course you can. What's your name? My name's Nikki, and I wanted to thank you, first off. The things those men said they had in store for us were horrendous,
2: for lack of a better word. I spent close to 24 hours with that man, Nikki. It was enough time for me to realize some monsters wore human skin. I'm willing to die if it means freeing more from his clutches, or seeing him burned. And that still applies right now. Thank you, Bunny. And I agree.
4: Casket may have made this town look weak, but that's because he caught us off guard at first. We pack heat, this town. And though it may not be much, it's enough to fend off a raiding party. It's
3: useless! I got a handful of forty-fives myself, Nicky, but any idiot can do the math here. Even with a hundred of us left in this town,
4: Casket and his men are better suited and armed! With all due respect, Glenn, you're imagining a skirmish much less thought out than my own.
1: Uh, what do you have in mind?
4: Look, we can still very well be pushing up daisies by the end of this, but there's a chance we can come out on top with an edge. We're going to need to cut off all the town's generators and take everything we have out of the explosives reserve we use for mining. Call me crazy, but I saw this in an old movie once.
1: I wish I had asked her what movie she saw because she seemed more than confident in this plan. The roughly hundred townsfolk all gathered around Nikki to rehearse just what exactly Gold Point had in store for Casket's Brigade. Wonder what it was? (laughs) A stroke of pure military creativity, if you ask me. As Gold Point's power generators were cut off to make the town appear deserted, we spread ourselves evenly through the town's many buildings, mostly around the big town square. Bunny and I stuck pretty close to the second story of the old courthouse. The cherry on top of all this? If the ambush were to go as planned and have the Cassia boys retreat, an entire moat of Fragmines will be waiting for them as they disperse. You got that thing locked and loaded, Bunny?
2: Mm, You bet. I have three more drum mags with Mr. Casket's name on them, too.
1: Good. We'll need them. Nikki, what do you see out that window? Anything yet?
4: Nothing yet. But if that sun symbolizes our hourglass, it's getting close to being empty.
1: Before you knew it, dusk ended, beginning the night. There was an eerie calm as we waited for the inevitable. The precautions we had taken were so quick that I forgot just how sad this situation really was. This was a tired and abused population that just had fathers and brothers savagely executed, and mothers and daughters forcefully ripped away and enslaved. They may not have been in fighting shape before, but they sure were now. If she had the time, I bet Bunny would have painted her face like a revolutionary. She definitely had the expression.
3: Keep a sharp eye out, boys. I'm not in favor of the darkness in that town. Looks like they deserted the place. Looks like they have, but we'll be the judge of that. If Walter and Bunny had the bright idea of evacuating the town, it would only take one straggler to reveal where the rest of them are. How did you say you knew these guys again? Ah, they're old friends from when I had my Vegas branch. Before the war, of course. Headstrong young justices from out of state, with a keen eye for deduction. They conduct their work in the ways of the old world, which is nothing short of humanitarian work this day and age. Unfortunately for them, humanitarians in the wasteland make for easy prey. It just doesn't work anymore. Nice guys finished last, eh? Oh no, <laughs> haven't you heard? This has been their third run-in with me. They definitely bend the rules to your statement, but they only have so much time. Ah, stop here. Place is hollow. Hollow, yes, but not empty. Do you smell that, boys? I could smell it from a mile away with as deep as I am in my presence. your senses more, they'll prove useful to you. Even in today's ragged and vile world, women want to recapture their femininity somehow. The hair, the makeup, and the clothes. May not be good clothes, but she'll make sure it's the finest ripped gown in all the wasteland. Those are all physical accessories, however. The most important one, you must all know, is the smell of a woman's perfume. It is the easiest notifier when she's not in sight. And I can't help but recognize this fragrance. Something flowery, but not too pungent on the nostrils. Sweet even. Bunny... Bunny, is that you? It was quite nice of you to let the town go as you held us off. But recovering our stolen goods in the desert shouldn't be... Get behind something!
1: Uh, Over there, Bunny. Good shot.
2: Walter, right there, another one! Got him! Where's Casket?
4: He went behind that building down there. You see him?
2: Vicky! her oh, oh. she's been hit.
1: It was Casket. He's coming out from his cover.
2: Sir, they're picking us off! We need to hold our elsewhere!
1: Tell the rest of the men to mount up and head back to the bridge! Hurry!
0: Yes, sir! Come on, boys! Back to the bridge! Looking like? About a dozen of us riding behind. The rest are still in town fighting and dying.
3: Good. Those who are either stupid or deaf enough not to follow my orders will serve as good distractions. This isn't a retreat, it's a regrouping. What's that? I know that sound. Landmines.
2: What? Where? Where?
1: They're all around us.
2: What was that?
1: It was the landmines. I think they just nailed Casket.
2: What? Really? Let me see. Hmm. Nikki. Nikki, will you be okay if I leave you on the sofa?
4: Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I'm fine. I don't think he struck
2: anything vital.
1: The initial explosion caused a chain reaction. It took out more than half of the mines we set.
2: Was it just Casket?
1: No. About ten or eleven men with him, too.
2: That's too good to be true.
1: It's good for there to only be a torso left.
2: Look. There he is. He's limping toward a Brahmin.
1: Impossible.
2: Not for Casket, it isn't. He's no different than a cockroach after a nuclear explosion. Come on, we need to chase him down before he slips away again.
1: I'll send someone from downstairs to look after you, Nikki. We shouldn't be long.
2: (coughs) Okay.
4: Just... Kill casket.
1: The fight seemed to be going in Gold Point's favor as Bunny and I barreled downstairs to unhitch our brahmin mounts and chase after Mr. Casket. We'd have to leave them for now though, but in all truth, they didn't need us. Just a little push. As we galloped at full speed ahead, Bunny remained in front of me with her tommy gun aimed at full attention. She fired in small bursts as Casket blasted potshots from far away. I couldn't join in since my revolver was dry, so I did my best to serve as her eyes. We were gaining on him, but Casket was getting closer to his cave.
2: No matter how many times I shoot, they all seem to miss him.
1: Don't shoot unless you really can. My gun's empty, so I can't help you.
2: Thing is, we can't let him get back inside that cave. He'll get the jump on us. He's hugging that Brahmin way too close. I can barely see his back.
1: He's injured, that's for sure.
2: I may just need to go for the Brahmin itself.
1: We're getting close.
2: I have a clear shot. Sorry, buddy. You got it. <laughs>
1: Looks like that phone did him more harm than the mines did, bunny.
2: If that's the case, then this machine gun is about to top the record. <laughs> This is for all of your stock, Mr. Casket. What? No! No! That couldn't have been the last of it! No! (laughs) It...
3: it seems you have wasted the last of your bullets on a
1: two-headed cow, dear girl. A shame. That poor mutant was worth a life. As you see it,
3: I suppose. However, a true survivor knows when the ammo runs dry. A melee alternative always comes in handy. You wouldn't dare rush a man wielding a machete, would you? Education is key, detectives. <laughs>
2: Someone must be leaking trade secrets. We do the same.
1: Train your passion for thought and precision, Bunny. Rushing him would be too dangerous. We'll take him together.
2: You start the dance, I'll join in.
1: I've been looking forward to this. We're calculating our downfall again, hmm, Casket? It would only be a test of time, once I returned from my vacation.
3: Bunny! I'm... surprised at you, come. If I recall, your father was quite the Legion Centurion. Surely you can do better. Even after all that slicing, it would be these old hands that would send you toppling backwards. It's over, young (laughs) Camry.
2: Let me turn it into an
3: X. Uh, 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 Impossible!
1: He's getting away.
2: No, Walter. Let him run back into his cave. (sighs) What? What is that? You'll see. Is he in his cave yet?
1: If he hasn't reached the very back of it yet, he's got to be close by now. Good! But Bunny, I don't even see how that (laughs) matters. Wait, the package! That's what it was for.
2: Bingo. Now that little hideout of his is a pile of boulders. Come on, let me help you up.
1: You filled up that briefcase with our set of dynamite, placed it all around the interior when you were freeing the girls.
2: Exactly. But judging by how effective that explosion was, there must have been some natural gas running through that cave. (laughs) Well, maybe the man didn't deserve a death so easy, but it will have to do. At least now the Wasteland can sleep tighter knowing that the one man more vicious than Caesar is dead. Bunny? Yeah?
1: Are you telling me this whole time we could have just let Casket go back into his cave and just detonate the bombs without having a sword fight?
2: Uh, yeah, I I knew you were going to ask that. (laughs) And, uh, yes, we could have. Then... I'm sorry. It it may have been petty and nearly cost both of our lives, but this was just... Well... When we had the chance to actually get close enough to him to take him head on, I uh, I didn't want to miss the opportunity to, well, personally cut his head off.
1: I get you. But why didn't you just detonate them when we were safely back in Gold Point?
2: Out of range. It was too dangerous even when we fled with the captured townsfolk. This... well, it was really the perfect time to do it. Walter, I'm sorry... It's
1: okay, Bunny. Really. From seeing the fear in your eyes back when Casca first captured you, and the similar look we just saw from those innocents, bringing him to justice the up-close-and-personal way is really the only natural way you want it done.
2: Your fighting was... spectacular. Like, it was so coordinated.
1: Yeah, I surprised myself. Honestly.
2: I never knew that detail about you. Do you ever... you know... Want to talk about what I heard just now, or?
1: A different time, Bunny. That's something I've kept locked away for ages.
2: Of course. Only whenever you're comfortable. <sighs> well, shall we head back? Last I saw, Goldpoint was emerging victorious.
1: Yeah, let's help Nikki as well as help reestablish some order back in town. Maybe if we pass word to Humphreys that casket was out here, he'll be able to spare some more troops.
2: Either way, I doubt this town will have to worry about something like this happening again. Looks like this casket has finally been lowered into the ground. This has been
0: another harrowing mystery of Walter and Bunny. Walter was impersonated by Eric Huffman. Bunny by Sharon Grunwald. Casket, Humphreys and Glenn by Philip Sacramento. Nikki by Kari Schultons. Written and produced by Preston Hardin. Edited and mixed by Ethan Walsh. And now, a special thanks to our A-Bomb Radio patrons. To Michael D. Batkew and Joel Jackal, we thank you for being dearest of listeners. <laughs>
2: So come and listen on Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And always remember...
0: Swooping...